Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Dusty Roads. That's hard you, times, Daddy. I want you to sing this song one day. I, want I, you to I learn. always, before I turn on the mic, I always sing like the yeah, first I, verse I, right I, there. I almost always. turned my mic on today to I just always have sing it. people hear you sing it. Always. You got it. You have to get in the vibe of it, man. It's just such a, like, I, I, it's one of those opens that just gets you going. Absolutely. You know what else got me going today? I actually had breakfast before I came here. Good for you. This I, is to, I, for I those had... that don't know. I actively don't eat breakfast. I know it's bad for me. I don't need anyone telling me to do it. I know I should, but I very rarely will actually eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I did today. And like I was telling Joe when I came in around ten o'clock, I was like, "Dude, I'm feeling it today." I had breakfast when I came in. Yes, you did. You so, did. You had a donut. I had corned I, beef hash. I don't know who wins. I think it's me. Not a big corned beef hash guy. Neither is Joe. What is happening? I just not my cup of tea. I just I guess. I don't know. I don't what are you guys like using, doing. Why did I say that? I don't like cup of tea. That's not a See, I got into teas. I've gotten older. No. Especially especially when I'm no. sick, I do kind of like a good, you know, warm cup of tea. That's not bad. No. Not Give bad. me a bowl of spicy ramen. Ooh, that's a good way to do it too, mm-hmm. though. That's just, a good way you, to do you it. You take you take those like dollar packets of ramen. You make no, it it's, up. No, it's the only way to do it. Yeah, you make it up and then you just Put a bunch of hot sauce in there. Were you were you very stereotypical in college where like you ate a lot of cheap ramen or no? No, I actually ate a lot of pastoroni. That's a, that's a good roll. That was that was that was my go to. I would have I would get chicken and I would make a bunch of pastoroni and that would be my meals for the week. I had those little like macaroni and cheese things. Oh, you you just Mac. like fill it with what? Yeah, Easy Mac. Easy Mac. I had yeah, a lot of those. I had those too. Um, a lot of microwavable rice as well. Rice pilaf. Yeah. That's good. Oh yeah. Um, Man, what else was there? <laughs> Collins diets are a just weird thing. Spaghetti, just like straight up spaghetti with red sauce, or if you didn't have sauce, just spaghetti noodles, butter noodles, with butter. Yep, and like some seasonings. Terrible. Oh, hey, I'm not a butter noodle fan at all. Oh man. I mean, yeah. My dad and my brother love having it. Like just like a quick snack. Like they like all the spaghetti. Obviously love all the spaghetti, but like they'll just have butter noodles as a snack. I just like stare at them and I'm like, what are you uh, doing? That's kind of weird. It's it, they're weird because then like if you eat it wrong, you get like butter all over your face. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, just make sauce. So- like, you don't have to make the sauce. Like, I get I mean, it. You should make the sauce. You should. Mm. You should. But in a pinch, if you just want spaghetti quick, yep. just use some of the canned stuff. Yeah, that's true. A- a- as terrible as that sounds, because <laughs> some of that stuff is really bad. Um, <laughs> if you can't make the sauce, if you don't have time, just use the use the can, use the jar, and suck it up, because you're still going to have good spaghetti. It's still going to be good. 
I feel like jarred sauce is sacrilegious, though. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. See, Coming from an Italian family, I was I say, you guys are both Italian. I'm 100 percent German, so I don't really care. Once you have homemade <laughs> sauce, it is a different world. You have en- you have opened a oh, door no. that can never be closed again. No, I ha- I've had it, and my um, our, our really good family friends are his, their their parents are extremely Italian. Mm-hmm. Like like my it's a huge pride family thing. friends mom. She made us like a, a traditional Italian dinner one night, mm-hmm. and they bring out uh, antipasta, and I'm like, "Oh, this is great!" I'm like eating like I ate like two plates of it. And oh, they're yeah. like, "You want to slow down there?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "That's the appetizer." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> no. yeah!" And then they bring out like a seven layer lasagna, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then they bring out cannolis, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" But I'm gonna blow up. Like this is this is nuts. But you eat good, man. You eat it's, good. It's though. it's. It's really You good. see things afterwards, but you eat good. Y- yeah, you see things because you fall asleep and you dream. It's a good time. Right away. Because you just <laughs> you fall, you fall asleep, asleep in right your away. chair. Yeah. It's, it's great. And it's beautiful. It's great food. So we have the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Vegas, Florida. Florida and four. Wow. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just Not Florida actually. No, but Florida, Florida and seven. Well, I do want, I do want to talk about that, though. Yeah. And, and I think I believe you're deadly serious at Florida and seven. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah, no, that, that one, Florida and four was just a joke. But Florida and seven is 100% serious. But I do want to talk about that because we had George Richards on yesterday for the Extra Point Show. And he covers the Florida Panthers. And if, if you want to hear that interview, you can find it over on the Odyssey app or on um, our website, WGR550.com. Wonderful. Great to talk to him again. And I think he's spot on. Like, right now, Vegas is favored to win this series. I think most people kind of came in. Number one, I think that's a big thing. The perception coming into this was that Vegas and Edmonton may have been the best teams out west. Mm-hmm. And that one of them should probably represent the Western Conference Colorado in the Colorado, too, Cup. but not but injuries. as much. But injuries. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was like, eh, could they? I mean, we'll see if Cal McCarr can kind of drag him there, that him and Nathan McKinnon. But it's just... Not to be this year, and probably not next year either. No, with, you're gonna have Gabriel Landeskog yeah. out the whole season. You have some guys coming up, but like, yeah. But Florida was the exact opposite. Florida, even you know, weeks prior to the season, we're having discussions about the team is soft. This isn't working. What's going on? What's wrong? And I, I think it, like that's where Florida's so fascinating. Matthew Kachuk's dad called the team out. I think it was on Toronto radio, basically saying like how soft they were. Like it's. It was very it's it they have been so fascinating to me because they've just somehow are here. And the gauntlet they've had to go through with all of that is just astounding. Number one, they beat Boston, the best regular season of all time. I mean, like like um stats wise, I think it is. Statistically, yes. They got the wins right. Yeah. Toronto, they run they they literally had Toronto who just was out of this world excited that they finally won four games in a playoff series again. And they chanted, we want Florida. Only for Florida to beat them in five and gentlemen sweep them. Yes. And Toronto and then, blows it all up. They've never been in a worse situation right. in the last five, six yeah, years. Now it's what is, what's going to happen to Austin Matthews. What's going to happen to Austin Matthews. Wow, I can talk. Um, what's going to happen to Mitch Marner. What's going to happen to William Nylander. William Nylander, Nylander John Tavares. Like Sheldon Keefe? All, all of the goodwill that that team had built from winning just four games was gone five games <laughs> they later. They played one week later than they normally do. And it was all gone. And I just, I found that fascinating. And then, of course, Carolina, they sweep them. And that series, way to give Carolina some of the four most brutal losses of their lives. Yeah. And, and then Rod Brindamore going, We actually didn't uh, get swept. We, we didn't get swept. I. That is a fallacy. Rod, Rod Brindamore, he. 
I, I, the he worst rubs, part is, I know, the wrong way. I know what he was trying to say, though, was Not that just this, that, that we, but, we didn't play bad enough to get swept, but ultimately, like, we did lose four straight. Right. But, right. like, you did get swept. You did. You, you are, you are, if you look and there are four wins in a row, you are statistically but swept. But, I mean, I, you, you <laughs> do look at that, that, that series, those four games. To end it, Kachuk scoring with four seconds left in the final game. I think that was did, game four. Did Kachuk score a game winner? In all four of those games? I don't think it was all of the games. It may have been, though, if we go back through it. I'll look through it real quick. Because he scored the overtime winner that went to four overtimes. Mm -hmm. He scored the fourth game winner, the game four game winner. Yep. I don't know. I don't remember the score of game three. Oh, uh, it was one nothing. Do you know who scored it? It was not. I will tell you right now, Matthew Chuck did not score. He did assist the goal, though. It was one nothing. Barkov. Nope. Reinhardt. Yes. Really? Sam Reinhardt scored the winner in Game 3. Huh. I was going to say Reinhardt first, and then I... But regardless, Kachuk was a part of literally every single win. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Whether he, he was scoring or the primary assist well, man. Well, like we, we asked George yesterday, and it was, it was you know, how, how how has this worked out? Is this what you imagine? And he said no. I mean, that Matthew Kachuk trade, yes, it was going to work out. But to this extent... You traded your franchise player in Jonathan Huberto. The point... The active... I think goals leader in Florida yep. history. Oh, do want to give some breaking news here, though, oh. for the Buffalo Bandits. Josh Byrne has been activated from IR today. Let's go. That's huge. Game is at 7.30 tonight. We'll be here on WGR Game 3 against Colorado Mammoth. That series, of course, obviously with Game 3, is tied 1-1. If the Bandits do win tonight, it's that there. will be their first title since 2008. And Byrne, their leading scorer from this year, had missed the first two games. He practiced yesterday and has officially been activated from IR. That is huge, huge news huge. for the Buffalo Bandits. I love that. That's great. I mean, And then, you know, like you said, 15 years. 2008 was their last title. That, yeah, 15 yep. years. And three years in a row in the finals. Last year you played Colorado. You're in the same situation you were last year. Got to close it out. Got to win it. I think you gotta. I mean, like, look, you're you're in you're in a bit of a title drought here. You you are. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. And you've had a couple bites of this apple, and you've not been able to close the deal. You got to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. But so all right. So back to now to the Stanley Cup Finals. Okay, yep. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll, 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 we'll we'll jump on the Bandits probably in the, in the one o'clock hour as well. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna have Mark Schofield on of, of SB Nation as well at one o'clock to talk some football and F one as well. But the Stanley Cup Finals just what like Vegas is a fun story because. They're both fun because neither of them won a title. Right. right. It, they, it's it's Vegas, a lot like 2018, 2019 when, you know, St. Louis was in there and then mm -hmm. later on with, with Washington 2019, well, Washington and Vegas. Yeah. That, you yeah. know, you're looking for a, a Ovechkin first title or an expansion team winning a title their first year. Well, and it, it was it, – it's fun because, like, Vegas has done everything possible to win a championship and they've never – they've only gotten close their first year mm -hmm. and that's it. And, like, last year they missed the playoffs. They they sold the farm for Jack Eichel, and they missed the playoffs. Yeah, and then this year, I mean, obviously he's he's working out in Vegas. Like he's he, working out. He is he is their guy, which I'm okay with admitting that because at the end of the day, it was one of those trades where both teams win. Oh, I think absolutely. I think absolutely. Long term, Sabers will win that trade. You have two players. Tuck is a year older than Eichel, I think, but Krebs is young. Krebs, Krebs is being talked about as a trade piece for a guy like Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. <laughs> and you also drafted Noah Osland with the first-round pick that you got, and you traded the second-round pick that you got from Vegas as mm -hmm. part of the deal for Jordan Greenway. So long-term, 
that deal is going to work out for the Sabres better unless Vegas trades Eichel for whatever reason and gets more than what they got. I would be so surprised if they trade him now, especially if this, would play, be, I would this be playoff too. run has really, I think, set up that like he is he's going to be the face of their franchise Vegas for quite a while. Vegas does not surprise me anymore, though. They don't. Just but, because uh, of what they've yeah. done with their franchise. They, they fired Gerard Gallant. Kind of out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Three seasons in because he didn't win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, he was... You were in the Stanley Cup final in your first season with him as your coach. And the next two years, we were in the conference finals. And then you fire him? It does, yeah, but you hear that, it does make sense where it's like, yeah, but he hadn't he hadn't reached the mountaintop again yet, and maybe a change. I, that, but you're right, that's kind of how Vegas has done things, though. That is how Vegas has right. done things, which yeah. is very ruthlessly efficient. Mm-hmm. Which, to a certain extent, though, is kind of how you do... To a certain extent, is kind of how you want your teams to be, which is ruthlessly efficient, not ever falling in love with anyone. I mean, that's that's been a Sabres issue too from years past of falling in love with players, not really being but able to make trades, not willing to make trades. First, you have to establish the winning aspect because yes. if you're, like you said, ruthlessly efficient, if you're going to start that as a losing team, no one's going to want to be on your team. Yeah, Vegas. Whereas Vegas, they the were running. They were already winning with their, as they called themselves, the the Island of Misfit Toys or whatever it was, and you know they were winning right out the gate, and that let them say, all right, well, we're gonna we're gonna wheel and deal here, and we're gonna make sure that we're still the best team that we can possibly be. Yeah, year in and year out, we don't care if you were on our original team. We don't care if you were our third leading point scorer. Last year, we don't we don't care about any of that. You're gonna be barely care if, if you were you know actually wanted to get traded here or not, right? Yeah, or, or if, if you wanted to get traded to a certain place or not. Evgeny Dadanov. I mean, um, just they, they are they are a fascinating team. But I mean, yeah. I, you look back at that at that first team, that 2017-2018 team, just guys like William Carlson coming in, forty three goals. Yeah, just yeah. and he was a guy that I think even still now has not really regressed. Regressed, but even has even hit that point again. Oh yeah, no, he, no, yeah, you're right. He's definitely regressed, but not like exponentially. Yeah, no, I mean, well, uh, that's the thing. The next year he had 24 goals, mm-hmm. and even before that, the most he had scored. Oh boy, this is wild. William Carlson in his three seasons with Columbus, one goal in three games. In 81 games, his first full season with Columbus, nine goals. 81 games again, his third season, six goals. And then his first season in Vegas, forty three. That team is insane to me. Yeah, that that the seventeen eighteen Vegas Golden Knights will never be. They're they're one of the most interesting teams yep. in the history of hockey. He scores twenty four goals. Then the next year, eighteen nineteen, he never hits twenty goals again. What? Okay, Th- yeah, this no, year, I this take year that he, back. This he, year he had fourteen. He has regressed. Ridiculous. Exponentially, yes. Yeah. I don't even know if it's regressed. It's just he had an insane year for no reason. Yeah. And then, but then you look at like Max Pacioretty from that year. What, yeah. what did he do? Max Pacioretty. Let's find him. They traded. I think they either traded the pick that the Canadians used to pick Nick Suzuki, or they traded Nick Suzuki. No, they traded Nick Suzuki mm-hmm. and a, a pick or two for Max Pacioretty. Now Nick Suzuki is part of the is a mainstay in the rebuild of. Montreal mm-hmm. and Max Pacioretty is on Carolina. He was not there 2017, 2018. He was on Montreal in oh. 2018, 2019 though. He came in 22 that, goals, yeah. 40 points. No, that's right. You're right. That cause they traded him the, they traded for him yes. that their first draft. 
the big guys on that that first Vegas team, Carlson, of course, 43 goals, uh, 78 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's never even gotten close to that again. Uh, Marcia Show. Yep. 27 goals, 75 points. David Perron, 66 <laughs> points, 50 I think assists. he's retired now. Either I, that or he's on St. Louis. Let's find out. He was on St. Louis for the longest time. Uh, he, he actually was on Detroit this year. Oh, okay. He was on St. Louis the last four. He was only on Vegas for one year, 17-18. Then he was St. Louis for the last four years, then Detroit this past year. Hmm. But, I mean, like, like there's no one left of that team except for... Carlson. Marshall Show, Carlson. Riley Smith. Riley Smith. Is that um, it? I mean, outside of the big names. I mean, Tuck, we know, is gone, obviously. Yep. I feel like there's, like, some it's, draft picks that they didn't trade away. Maybe. <laughs> but it's just, like, like it, they have been just so aggressive yeah. in changing their team. I mean, even the next year, when they make the playoffs again, they didn't have a 30-goal score. The highest goal scorer was 25 goals, and that was Marsha Show. Yeah, but probably everyone had 25 goals. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it was a lot of, you know, everyone was hitting around 20s. The big the big guys were, were around 20s. It's just the way they do it, it, it's so... I'm fascinated by them. I am incredibly fascinated by, and, by and, Vegas. And it's it's not really, it's the owner. It's not, it's oh, not the yeah. GM, it's not the coach. He, he got the, the taste of what they could be right? and ran with it. Yeah, 100%. He wants a trophy. He wants... To say, hey, I'm the first major league sports owner to bring a trophy to Vegas. Could you imagine though if they had done it in year one? I think like that, like that's the thing to me too. Is if they had done it in year one, I mean, it's number one. It's one of the greatest stories, sports stories of all time. Because earlier in the year, uh, the Vegas shooting happened. Oh yeah, which, which was a, a yep. huge thing that uh, kind of like put them on kind of I don't want to say a run there, but it's just it allowed them to really come together and kind of you, you were playing for something more than yourselves especially with the city of las vegas you're the first team ever there that's a major pro team mm-hmm. and you know since then though and I've, I've joked that they've kind of sold their soul to the devil to do it but like and I've, I've told you this for you know two years now and i've said it as, as many times on air as i can i love when sports have villains i love it oh yeah and, and for i a while and, and i do like that to a certain extent vegas is absolutely love that they're a villain yeah for a while it was tampa Oh yeah, no one liked when they won. No, no one liked at, when they at won. Time like if you look back, it was the Bruins, it was Chicago, it was. Oh, was Pittsburgh really ever a villain? Detroit kind of was just because they won so much. Yeah, I mean, Detroit, but that that's where you get into like our youth, like our childhood. So that's, it's kind of hard yeah, to remember. But true. I remember, I mean, just if you think about villains of the league and then villains of your conference or division, every time I was a kid and the Sabers would play the Senators. Or, or the, I still get, I still look at the Senators as the, as the Sabers' biggest rival. That and it's just because of our childhood. That's I it. I don't know if they're the biggest rival. They're the team I gen, I don't like of them. all time or just no, just like my recent. feeling. Okay. My feeling yeah, is no, I, I, I don't get, like. Them. I get that. No, that makes sense. But I don't know if it's. I don't know who all time would be. I would. I want to say Toronto, Boston, or Toronto. Boston or like. Toronto would. But everyone hates it. Boston, so that doesn't feel special. Yeah, kind of so, everyone hates Toronto too. That one doesn't feel special. No, nah, I. I don't know. It's just it's because Toronto's so close and their fans yeah, yeah. are obnoxious. Um, but <laughs> I do love them though. They're fun. They're fun, but like they're not fun in the regular season. Let's put it that way. That's they're yeah, fun. That's in the, a good they're way fun to put in the postseason because they get so frantic so quick. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. I fe- I felt bad for like rooting for them to like get destroyed by Florida because I don't like Florida either. 
Like I think they're I, a fascinating story. I but I love the budding rivalry between them and the Sabers. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I I don't like them, but right now I do because I want them to win over Vegas. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I do absolutely not do want, want them Vegas over Vegas, to win, especially not this year. So fascinating. It's, I, it's so fascinating. I want so badly for there to be a Sabers Golden Knights Stanley Cup final. I mean, there's a really good chance it can get there. I don't, I don't see Vegas ever going away anytime soon. I really don't. The I way do. the way they I operate, do. I just don't know. I there's. There's going to be a time where these guys are going to start to fall off. Yeah, and I mean, that's well, of where course. and that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna see the the potential of like I said earlier, if the Vegas Golden Knights ever trade Jack Eichel, that could be a Kickstarter for their rebuild. Yeah, but the, but that's the thing is you know the next few years I think we're going to get a really really talented Jack Eichel yeah, oh, that, that a team is going to be willing to trade I, kind of in another big trade for him as well that the rebuild might be quick. Oh, it's gonna yeah no if they. Tr- it, they they can go two routes there if if they end up having to rebuild relatively soon they can either build around Eichel mm-hmm. but it's not really a proven path well, it's kind of working now it's kind of working now well they're not building around him they no. just added him well yeah but he's he's their star I mean he's, yeah you're right especially in the playoffs they have their offense goes through him quite you're often. right you're right but so but if you think about it if you're going to do a rebuild you're going to get rid of most of the people that he's playing with. You know, I mean, how like, old's Mark Stone? I mean, that's thirty-one. Too. Oh man, you like, Carlson's that's... thirty, and he hasn't been great. Well, yeah, I was going to say thirty-two, Smith thirty-two. Hang the net, like, they might be going away. Pretty guys soon. like Jack Eichel, Nicholas Roy, Keegan Colasar, but Keegan Colasar is not really a scorer. Yeah, um, Petrangelo's thirty-three. Alec Martinez he's, is thirty-five. Yeah, Stevenson's twenty-nine. I mean, he's right. He's getting towards the the wrong end of thirty. Mm-hmm. Man, yep. There's a chance that they could go away very quickly. Yeah, that's yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Goaltending. Logan Thompson looks great, but that's it pretty much. Robin Leonard's hurt. And even then, I think they're probably more thinking Aiden Hill. He's 27. Well, yeah, he'll be their starter next yeah. year. But Logan Thompson's like kind of like their goalie of the future, quote yep. unquote. Yep. Um, but if you look in in their some of their you know prospects, Brendan Brisson, he looks all right. Um, Dyson Mayo, they got in a trade from from Arizona. Yeah, he's all right too. He's a defenseman. Other than that, they don't have many poppy names. No, many I mean names the, that. But like, and that was the thing too is like when it happened, like the Sabers when they did trade Eichel, they got pretty much the best pieces they could from Vegas. Right, they got Tuck and they got Krebs. Yeah, and you know picks. But Vegas doesn't have a second rounder this year. They have the Sabers third rounder this year, so they have two third rounders. And then they have a, a sixth and a seventh. They, they have a first, but they don't have a second, fourth, mm-hmm. or fifth this year. Oof. Next year, they don't have a third or a fourth. And, you know, if they don't draft well, which it's, you know, time will tell on how they've been drafting. Because, like I said before, they've been trading away a lot of their prospects. Yeah, they have. Traded yeah, they away have. Nick Suzuki, traded away Peyton Krebs, traded away a bunch of other smaller names. But as long as they draft well with late round picks cuz that's what it's going to be is they're going to be in like the the low 30s or late 20s in all these drafts mm-hmm. as long as they draft well they'll be fine cuz like look at Yuri Kulich was a 28th overall pick yeah I mean, you you can get great guys <laughs> Detroit for years did well by drafting in the in the mid to late rounds yeah but right. just but just hitting it out of the ballpark yeah and so you know that's possible mm-hmm. Kelly McCrimmon's been a good GM for Vegas but it's I don't know. I, I, they they have great potential to just fall off out of nowhere 
in a few years. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. We're going to take a quick timeout. If you did miss it, some breaking news for the Bandits tonight. Josh Byrne has been activated off of IR, the Bandits' leading scorer from this season. Still taking your calls, 803-0550. And coming up at 1 o'clock in just about a half hour, Espionations. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Mark Schofield will join the show to talk a little F1 and NFL football. We'll do that at 1 o'clock, and we'll be right back after this quick timeout. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR. I really know what my expectation was coming in, you know, in terms of just the overall experience. Obviously, it's what you want to, it's where you want to be as a player, and it's it taken, taken a few years for me to get here, but it's been a great experience. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've mentioned this. It's been a lot of fun sharing it with the guys in the room. You know, the emotions that, you know, of winning and, you know, moving on and, and just, just the overall experience. So it's, uh, it, it's been a fun experience. Fun experience. Playoff oh. hockey. Vegas Golden Knights forward Jack Eichel, formerly of the Buffalo Sabres, speaking there on getting to the playoffs. His experiences so far, he's been fantastic for Las Vegas, which is which has of course been good I, for him. I'm going to be honest though, man. I I have I feel nothing about it. I really do. Like I've actually really enjoyed Sam Reinhart and Brandon Montour doing really well for Florida. I haven't. I look. Do I want Eichel to do well? Not really. But do I care when he does? Also, not really. I love where the Sabres are going. I've been very open about it. I think they're going to be spectacular very, very soon. I just don't want him to win the Cup, you know, I, his first full year in Vegas. Outside of that, right. you I, go do your thing. I want the Sabres to make the playoffs before Eichel wins his first Yeah, cup. I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen, oh well. You know, oh well. It it sucks. But With that being said, though, it is horribly painful that two major trades the Sabres have made. The first full season for those guys leads to yeah. a Stanley Cup and likely two Conn Smythes. 
I mean, if Vegas wins, I think there's a very good chance Eichel's a big reason why, mm-hmm. and he'd win the Conn Smythe along with Ryan O'Reilly. Right. That, if Florida, that's painful. If Florida wins, no way Kachuk doesn't win the Conn Smythe. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I guess I guess it could be Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky yeah. but I that's tough for me because I, I think it would also mean that Kachuk just doesn't do anything. Yeah, this 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 series. That's true. And it, it I think for me it, for me if Florida does win, I think it does probably go to six or seven. Mm-hmm. And Kachuk is gonna have to play a factor right. in those. He he just is. The NHL um TNT page and a couple of like it was a collaboration between a few pages. They tweeted out a picture yesterday. Most common X teams of Stanley Cup players, Buffalo Sabres, seven in the lead. <laughs> with seven. Wild. Do we know who's at second? Uh Columbus with five. Really? Yep. Columbus and well, Bobrovsky, Carol- of course, is the main one. Columbus, Carolina, and Philadelphia, each with five. Okay. New York, Los Angeles, Ottawa, Anaheim, oh, boy. Arizona with four, and then Tampa Bay with three. That's mm. like your top ten. Going over Florida's playoff run right here as well, it, it's insane. I mean, outside of Barkovsky, it, it's Kachuk. You look B- at even Bobrov- it, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. But out like you he look- sounded like he sounded like Charles Barkley there. <laughs> oh man, Charles love, Barkley love absolutely Chuck. butchered Bobrovsky's name the other day. Love Chuck. But you look at the points scored. Kachuk obviously leads the way. Sixteen games played, nine goals, twelve assists, twenty-one points. The next leading guy, Carter Verhage, fifteen points, six goals. Wow. Carter Verhage has been great. Last year it was Carter Verhage and Mason Marchment were the two big names. They were like two mm-hmm. Free agents last season, they were great for Florida. Marchment leaves, goes to Dallas, doesn't replicate the season. Verhage stays and replicates the season. Verhage, 42 goals this year, by the way, yeah, in the regular he season. Was, he he, he was, took how good he was in the playoffs last year mm-hmm. and carried it into the regular well, season I, this yeah, year. Yeah, he, he was really good for Florida towards the end of the season last year. It wasn't like the whole year. Mm-hmm. Brandon Montour's, Brandon Montour's their leading defenseman in scoring with nine points through 15 games. Is Ekblad still hurt? Through 16 games. And Ekblad's played 15 games. I don't oh, know okay. if he's no, then still he's, hurt. Then he would not be hurt. Oh, because he, he's one of those players where he was a first overall pick, and he could have had an amazing career if he would just stay healthy. Yeah, he has, he has had, had a tough time doing that. Too many injuries for anyone to say, like, oh, yeah, he was definitely warranted over the first overall pick. Like, it, you, you can't say one way or another whether or not he was going to be a good first overall pick because he hasn't played. I do think he's, he's been very good for them, though. No, he's been great for them. But it's just he's been so hurt so many times. All the time that you just, you just it's don't. It's hard to see it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, it's hard, it's hard to I, – I can't pick out an Aaron Ekblad moment. No, I, I can't either. I, mean? like, I agree with that. Like, I can think of some other guys where I pick out moments or – with Connor McDavid, it's like every game. Um, but would agree with that. You know, there's there's every big player has a moment that you can easily pick out. But Ekblad, I just I can't. Maybe it's because he's defenseman. But and, uh, yeah, but I mean, like I can you know defensemen though, like when they're that good, when they're number one overall yeah. pick kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. can usually see it. Like like Rasmus Dahlin. Rasmus Dahlin, of course. Owen I Power. Mean, Owen Power. Not yeah. quite yet. No, but, but like Kale McCarr has been. Mm, uh, he has yeah. moments after. Kale moment. McCarr's goal was it. William Carlson just this past year with San Jose. I mean, that was uh, or uh, not William Carlson. Um, um, Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, where are we going here? Um, but no, uh, Cam McCarr though. There was that goal he had last year, I think, in the playoffs, where he dangled through all five of the other team and then scored yeah. as a defenseman. Yeah, 
even even his first game, he won the national championship, and then two days later played in Game Four. He did yes in a Stanley Cup playoff run with with Carol or with Colorado. It is weird. He was he was not considered a generational pick by any stretch of the imagination. No, but he, he, went, he went fourth overall, nowhere. right? Third or fourth, uh, something like that. Yes, but he came in right away for Colorado and was immediately a game changer. And and not in the sense of he was a generational guy. It was just he played. He was fourth overall in 2017. But he has played the defensive position so radically different from most others that he has he has caused issues for everybody else. Yes. I mean, in in the year they won the Stanley Cup last year, he had 86 points. He had 28 goals. He was a forward for them. Yeah, from the blue line. He, he was a third. He was a third line winger. Like it, like he was insane last year for them. And was a major reason why they won the Stanley Cup last year. If you okay, so looking at this 2017 draft, mm-hmm. that was when Kale McCarr was picked fourth overall by Dallas. Yep, three players picked before him: Miro Heiskanen at three, Nolan Patrick at two, and Nico Heischer at one. Does McCarr get picked over all of those guys? I think so. I Jer- think so Jer- Jersey would love to have him at one. Yeah, I mean Dougie Hamilton's awesome, but imagine having. I was gonna say you have both Kale of them. McCarr. Yeah. Kim McCarr has 246 points in 238 NHL games. I mean, yeah, come on. Nico Hischier, 381 games played, 286 points as a forward. <laughs> as a forward. Kale McCarr is yeah. putting up better numbers. Not like he didn't have more points. He's got more points per game than the number one overall forward from that draft. Yeah. I mean, in, in the playoffs last year, he obviously wins the Con Smythe. 20 games played, 29 points. That's above guys like Rantanen, McKinnon, Landis Cog, mm-hmm. Nazem Kadri, who had a hat trick <laughs> or was you know a menace to St. Louis. Yeah, he was he was the driving force behind Colorado. I mean, he was spectacular, and he was this year as well. I mean, dealing with Colorado should probably have repeated as Stanley Cup champions this year if, if they, it weren't for injuries just attacking yeah. that team. If with they didn't no have injuries, they would have probably they'd probably be against Florida right now. I think. I think so. I mean, we we talked about it how just last year it felt like just it didn't matter what anyone else was going to do. Colorado was the best team in the playoffs that year, and really the whole year they were the best team, mm-hmm. and they yeah. proved it. They won also, the Stanley Cup. But Kadri yeah. not on Colorado anymore. He's on Car- yes, uh, he's he's on Calgary now. Because oh, I thought you said no. Oh no, 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 no. I, I was I was talking about last year's playoffs. Gotcha. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually. Didn't have a great year in Calgary. 56 points in 82 games compared well, Calgary's, to... Well, Calgary's entire season this year was a tire fire. Yeah, compared to 87 and 71 last year with Colorado. So Calgary's an interesting team, though. They're a very, very interesting team. They've wanted to do that quick rebuild and mm-hmm. just... Just sputtering. It, it doesn't work. It nope. doesn't... like, And that's and that's my thing with, like... like and why, like, Pittsburgh, to me, is immediately vaulted back into, like, not worrisome territory, but, like, I'm keeping an eye on you as a Sabres fan. Because they're they have, not going to do this whole garbage of, well, we can still compete with 36-year-old, you know, no. almost, you know, was or has-beens or with, with you know, Sidney Crosby and Malkin. Still great, but, you know, 35 years old guys. Crosby and Malkin and Latang are going yes, reti- to retire as Penguins. And that's fine. That's fine. Which is, it, it's what should happen. But Kyle Dubas, Kyle Dubas is a very smart hockey mind. I mean, he, he, he put together that core. Yeah, he is going to be very good. For Pittsburgh in their rebuild here, that that that's going to make Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh not. I, I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to say five years is the minimum to when they're going to be good again. I can I can like, agree with that. They're going to be they're going to be down for a little while for about five years or so, and I hope that they give Dubis his time 
because it's not going to – he's not going mean, to get with, it right with, away. With him being president of hockey operations, I would be honestly stunned if they didn't. No. Like no, if they, if got, they went, eh, let's, let's, just, let's just, you know, hurry this up and move yeah, on. Yeah, no, they've got, to, they've got to give him his time because, like I said, it's going to take at least five years for them to get started going in the upward direction again because they're going to go down for another – they're going to keep going down for about a year or two more, and then they're going to start to come back up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, by year four, they're going to start being like, oh, maybe we'll make the playoffs. Yeah. By year five, it's going to be they're pushing for a wild card if they do it right, if he hires if, the yeah. right GM. Which we do know, I think yesterday there was three firings for Pittsburgh, I think all within like the scouting department and the drafting department. But oh. just, I mean, like he's already kind of moving pretty aggressively to like mm-hmm. just get his guys in there and, and change the foundation of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh really became the definition of the old boys club in yeah. hockey, especially with guys like Ron Hextall and Brian Burke involved. It's just like, that's the thing. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's biggest problem last year was Malkin and Crosby are still playing, but they acted like this was still like 2000. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, we have to beat people up and like, they wanted to get fast, but, but traded for slow guys who, you yep. know, were much more grinders like that because those are the players that those older guys know. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I, Pittsburgh never made sense to me. And for a lot of Pittsburgh fans, I know they kind of saw this coming, but I wonder, man. I really wonder what Crosby's going to get in two years. He is yeah. up at the end of the 2025 season on his original contract mm-hmm. because oh, wow. way back when, well, not his quote-unquote original, mm-hmm. he did sign his three-year entry-level deal in 2005. Yep. And then in 2012, he signed a 12-year deal, $8.7 million, because he's Crosby, per year. And average average annual value, mm-hmm. you know, it's not. I do wonder. I mean, like, like that's the thing. It's like, like Pittsburgh's not going to let him go play for another team. There's no, no way. And no, I don't think. No and, and I don't but think Crosby do you, wants to. How do you evaluate? How do you evaluate what to pay him? Because he's your franchise center. He's and he has one been of, for two decades. He's one of, if not, no, he's not better than Lemieux. He's the second best player in your team's history. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to pay him? You know, he's been. Obviously, he's been getting paid the same for the last twelve years, but what do you do then? You you can't you can't give him more. No, he, no, because no. by then by then he'll be thirty seven. I think it's gonna be the interesting though with 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 Dubas there. He has not been a part of Pittsburgh for you know decades. He's been really a part of Toronto for much of his career. Right. So it, he, I don't want to say he's not married to Crosby or anything like that. No, but, but just, he know he understands what Crosby means to the city and what he means to the team. Yeah. So I don't think. And also within what is it two years. Yes. Yeah. Dubas could either get a lot of fanfare from the fans or be no. not really well liked at this right. point. So it, it's going to be a tentative situation as well, and especially with how the whole you know Malkin situation was kind of handled this past off season of you know yeah. do they resign him? Do they not? How are they handling it? Um, it's it's going to be interesting where, where some of these old teams go. Even Washington up there as well of, of where they go, and it's hockey's getting interesting very very quickly in the east with some of these teams who've dominated the conference for so long boston's gonna be so this year it's gonna be pittsburgh and washington maybe or well this coming season it's gonna Mm -hmm. be pittsburgh and washington really taking a nosedive the year after i think it's gonna be tampa and boston could be i'm into it tampa's getting old boston's getting old 
They don't have It'd much It'd be fun to up. have some new, I, I want to say new blood, but like Detroit might even be involved in this, but like just some new I'm okay, teams. I'm okay if Detroit gets good. Yeah, just some I'm new o- teams in the East. Because then it's going to be, you know, Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, probably Toronto, yeah. New York. But that's what I've liked about like the West, where like you have Vegas and Seattle diving in there. Like Winnipeg right. was in this year. I mean, they might not, they're probably not next I, year. I so badly want Minnesota to get better, but they are handcuffed by bad cap. In, in what can only be described as cap hell. That is cap hell. That is the definition. Absolutely. $14 million in two players that don't even play on your team and anymore. Haven't, and haven't even been good the moment you signed them yeah, in 2011. and they're going to be on your cap until, like, 2060. Not really, but it'll feel like that for Minnesota Wild fans. Yep. Oh, it will. They're not oh, gonna, will. They're not going to be able to sign any free agents, basically. That is, that's, that's all that is, really, is they have no money to do anything to get better. They have to draft and trade. Just brutal. And just work it out. Going to take a quick time out. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Mark Schofield of SB Nation will join the show to talk a little F1 and football. We'll do that when we come back. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday, and this is WGR. Fun fact, this song by Jimmy Eat World. The goal song for the Florida Panthers. Ooh. I'm not sure if it still is. It used to be Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. So a bit of a connection there. They keep, they're keeping it together. That's good. I, I don't know if that's still their goal song because a lot of teams have gone to the player-selected goal songs, which is great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love that. But, mm, man, this song hits. Anyway, welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday. I'm stealing your words. <laughs> I'm Josh Schmidt, Zach Jones, Joe Kelly behind the glass. Playing the amazing music. Told you, you always know when Joe's back, back there. You always know. Quick, it's, um, it's Corey with the Twitter and Joe with the bumps. That's how you know. Imagine them together. There you go. Corey, I mean, Corey has good bumps too. Don't get me wrong. Corey's got that trombone champ. Oh, that's right. From Bill's pre, uh, po- a pregame. Yeah. No. Breakfast with Breakfast the Bills. Breakfast with the Bills, yes. Put some respect on it. Breakfast, <laughs> Breakfast with, with the, the Bills, Bills, baby. Anyway, um, real quick Mike Babcock. Remember him? He is supposedly coming back to the NHL. Sportsnet and TSN have both re- both reported that there is speculation that once his contract expires with the Toronto Maple Leafs at the end of this month, that Columbus will be hiring him as their new head coach. Good luck, Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Laine, because, oh boy, that is John Tortorella in a different suit. <laughs> yeah, like, that is, they are the Torts. same, they are the same coach Try to change my mind. I mean, I mean, we 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 can. I have Babcock's entire head coaching tenure up here. Uh, by the way, he was fired by Toronto in 2019-20 after 23 games through that season. But I mean, he's won one Stanley Cup, um, and also it, it was with it was with Detroit. Those you know, om- you know, late 2000s, almost mm-hmm. the 2010s, yeah. where you he know was they great. were awesome. He was great with Detroit. I, but I also partially put it on the fact that, yeah, I was going to say that Detroit was the most loaded team in hockey. He did, though, in his first year with the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, when they were I fun. Rem- I he remember. Did, he I did just lose. saw that yesterday. Yeah. He lost the Stanley Cup Finals. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. That year, I don't know against who, it would have been against New Jersey. So when New Jersey was boring and everyone hated them. Yeah. But then he immediately missed the playoffs the next year with with, uh, the Mighty Ducks. He is then, I believe, fired and or goes to Detroit. Wins one Stanley Cup there, loses the Stanley Cup final. I think that is to Pittsburgh, if I remember correctly. That is, of course, against Pittsburgh. And then after that, it's it's conference semifinals loss, conference quarterfinals loss. And then he eventually ends his tenure with Detroit, losing in two straight first rounds. And then we get to Toronto, missed playoffs, lost in first round, lost in first round, lost in first round. I don't think he's that good of a coach. No, he's not. And there's also... After he got fired, there's a lot of mm-hmm. controversies flying of how he told Mitch Marner to rank his teammates in terms of their worth work ethic. Yeah. He also regularly verbally berated Johan Franzen, who mm-hmm. was one of the better Swedish forwards of all time. Yep. Um and Franzen I have an article pulled up here. Franzen told a Swedish publication that Pap- Babcock is quote the worst person I've ever met, a bully, end quote. I mean, like, you know, so, good luck, good luck with Columbus. I and and he also he had joined yeah. Vermont's hockey team as a, as a coach. He worked with them for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and he was on NBC for a while too. Before that's that true. Was, yes, that was yes, gone. yes. Before that was a thing. That wasn't a thing anymore. So I don't know. It, I feel like this is not going to go well. It is not, especially with Columbus. It, I don't think not. this is going to go. And well it's so at all. funny because Columbus had this coach three year, or four or five years ago in John Tortorella. Yeah, they had John Tortorella, and it didn't work. You're hiring a yeah, worse but, version but of. But it. is it one of those where like that was the last time Columbus was even relevant? Yeah, but so, all of your players hated it. Yeah, that's fair. Everyone was upset. Why is why are none of them there anymore? It's weird. It's gross. You know, the only one it. there anymore is Zach Wierenski, and he really. Did not, yeah, not he a fan. did not like John Tortorella. Not a fan at all. We're going to take a quick timeout. On the other side, SB Nation's Mark Schofield will join the show as we talk a little bit F1 and the NFL. We'll do it when we come back. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.